Good evening, and welcome to the Elite Dynasty Podcast. I am your host, Eric Mondo, along with my co-host to my left, Addison Elka. Episode 32. And our co-host remotely up in the north, Chad Patterson. Oh yeah, north to the border. That is your normal accent, dude. I don't know why you're trying to like over-accentuate it for the fans. No, from Minnesota. What did you move from uh, Syracuse to Minnesota, dude? Oh, when Kirk Cousins went there. That's a good point. That's a good point. Good nice call, nice call. segue into the episode. I love that. So I think last episode you were in Colorado still, right? No, I don't think we've done one. Uh, Since you've been back? So yeah. So episode 31 was just me and you, Eric. Oh, yeah. So yeah, the last time you did a... Have you ever done a podcast in Colorado? I did not. Okay, well, so nothing's changed. Yeah, that's... Uh, you've that's... Still, you still only done your podcast in New York, where you belong. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. God wouldn't want it any other way. I don't want anything done out there anymore. Well, there you go. Nice, man. It's good to hear. Yeah. Good to hear. Glad to have you back. Although it's not my arms, you know? Huh? <laughs> uh, so looking ahead at the next 60 to 90 minutes, we have a jam-packed episode. And I, I would not be surprised if it goes over 90 minutes, but we'll do everything in our power to stop that from happening. I finally changed the itinerary to be accurate. I think for every episode, we were like 45 to 50 and I think maybe twice we actually satisfied that time yeah. frame. So this time, we were being honest this time. 60, 90 minutes, so if you're not into the long podcast, then I don't want to tell you. This isn't the podcast for you. Yeah. You also don't have to read that every time. <laughs> you said you don't read it every time. I said you don't, no, I said no, you don't, you don't have I to. Don't. I just kinda, we kind of just go into it. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. It's just, you know, it's just there to help us, guide us. Try to, try to save the listeners some time. That's it. That's what it comes down to. Uh, so we got got a lot going on in this, uh, in, in this episode. We're very excited for it because, you know, we haven't done this in a little while. So it's nice to, to get everyone update, updated with what's going on. So, I mean, we had obviously the combine, which we're not really going to touch upon, but that was an enormous happening in, in football. We'll probably do it next episode because we couldn't really coordinate our time with Greg, who is our combine expert. Yes. And yes. it's not like the combine gets stale. You know, free agency is the talk of the town now, but the draft hasn't happened yet. So the combine is still relevant to what is going to happen in the draft. And that's in a month, so... Hopefully, we'll touch on some combine stuff in a future episode. We just couldn't fit it in for this one. 100%. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, so, we'll start with some league news. Uh, a couple of stuff happened in the league. One, we set our rookie draft date for August 4th. I'm very excited for that. I know it is a little bit late. Um, one might call it buns. Um, I am receiving some boos. <laughs> but at least it'll be something that we can do consistently. Um, people are usually have done their vacations in July. Um, August, a little bit of a low traffic low traffic time period of the year so I, I think it'll be good there if we just do this consistently for the next 50 60 plus years um we'll be ready to rock and we might be hosting it on the beautiful rooftop of mike rogers apartment yeah yes. i haven't gone through the daytime yet but i can imagine with like the view and and just like the the fake grass with like the turf it's almost. literally perfect it's it, really cool it is i've yeah. never to find anything as perfect outside of that rooftop for our draft that it's gonna be elite gonna be ideal yeah, oh, absolutely. And and what I was thinking, too, is we can also set up highlights finally on one of the TVs. I bring like There's a, one right behind it. Exactly. Oh, you my God. Oh God. We can even start grilling. Well, awesome. Eric, you know what we could do? We could have a this PowerPoint on that TV. What you say, Chad? We have a PowerPoint on that TV for Eric. We could get a PowerPoint. You know, like, who, like who's up and all that stuff? Yeah, absolutely. And have, like, a running clock. Yeah, I could do this. I have a, I have a little... Um, little uh, projector tool too so we, we can do this and possibly might be the punishment day so we're going to be going from one of your favorite days of the year and immediately dressing you down and <laughs> embarrassing for the night but it'll be more exhilarating though and we'll be better i'll be distracted because i'll be able to trade i'll be ready to just trade true. everything that i just drafted yes that's true so 
we'll make it through. Uh, second piece of news, um, first veto in league history. Obviously, it was it was me. I'm, I'm not going to say it was not me. This is a common thread with trades. Everyone knows this. But a trade was vetoed. Um, it was it was questionable when you look back at it. I understand that, but there were no technical rules broken due to loopholes. So you can argue both sides. I, I think Nick said it best in one of our chats that only you and Rich could have come up with a trade this preposterous. <laughs> Absolutely, 100. There's there's no question. It was so only do me. you want to or Chad? If you have anyone want to break down. What this trade entailed. Uh, I'll, d- I'll do it because I was involved. Okay. Um, yeah, go ahead. I, I set up a lot of a lot of the talks for this. This was kind of driven by me, and Ridge Ridge obviously went along for the ride and pushed for more. But our trade was: I received pick one hundred four. I, I like pick one hundred four this year. I think it's a good spot. Ridge then received Rob's twenty twenty first, which on paper you assume Rob's twenty twenty first is top two, top three. Right now, obviously that can change with the draft. Which is, which is a fair trade in value. 2020 is a very good class. Ridge already has three first this year, top three. Okay. We then decided to throw in a performance clause for pick four. Right? Well, actually, sorry. The first was for Rob's pick. If Rob's pick is not 101, Ridge gets my 2021 first. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? Two firsts, moving up two to three years in the draft. I'm happy with it. We then decided to throw another clause on there. Right? This one's a player clause for, for pick four. If pick four is a player one, so wide receiver one or a running back one, within their first two years, I then would have to give Ridge my 2022nd first. Three firsts for for four? Okay, okay. (laughs) Then, to put the icing on the cake, there's a clause that I can't trade that player for at least a year. There's a lot going on. There's too much going on. Chad, you want to go into why... This was ultimately vetoed. Yeah, let me uh, let me break it down for you. So, everyone agreed, all the members agreed that the, it's not about the value of the trade. It's not about who went where. It's not about who traded what. What it's about is we have a rule in place in our league that you cannot trade picks more than two years out. So right now you can only trade up to twenty twenties. Um, so. Basically, this trade is what the clause is. It's allowing you to trade a 2021 and a 2022, which is totally off limits. So that was the that was our argument to vetoing the trade, and we got majority vote to veto the trade. And I I understand how you can think that's a loophole, and I mean like I guess it kind of is, but I think Wire said it best when it's just kind of common sense. You can't. I, I can go to Ad right now and say okay. I'll trade you hypothetically. I'll give you my 2020, 2022 first for for Alvin Kamara, and we can just shake on it and have a deal in place, and it just won't take effect for for two years. It, it's just it's 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 bougie, it's bush league, and I'm glad I got vetoed. That's basically in a nutshell. Which that could happen behind closed doors. Sure, and and, and that all falls on. That would, nothing would be in stone, though. So if I were to back out, you couldn't go to Eric and be like, well, yeah, right. he's shook that he would right. come on. I would just be scummy for backing out of it. Correct. So that I think Josh has said that, too. Like, if you want to do this, fine. But the, the person's more allowed to back out of it, and there's nothing binding you to. And you you, you could have backed out on all that. He just probably wouldn't portray with you again. Correct. For all I know, you could still have that in place and finagle some trade that you give him your yeah. 2021 first for... Robert Woods or something that's yeah, yeah. 
you know, no one's going to question think, think but, it's collusion. Yeah, yeah. But I think our league is competitive enough where we don't want to collude. No, we, no. We, we don't want to help anyone out on purpose. Um, I was at first hard against I'll never veto a trade. And I was still going to allow this one. It, so the, basically it wasn't even majority. It had to be unanimous. 12 out of the four. So excluding Eric yeah. and Ridge, those not involved had to be unanimous, which I thought was still fair because we don't want to get in the habit of vetoing trades. Yeah. Um, unless everyone agrees that it's it's bull. Once Mueller got wind of it, and I'm not, this is honest the truth. Once Mueller got wind of it and he said he already started shooting out 2021 first, then I just knew it, it, it's like Pandora's box. Like I, there are too many monsters to be created. It, it would just be a wild west. Oh, there's basically no limit to where yeah. you could trade picks. And, you know, everyone else did it. So it's not like I did my part in stopping this because everyone else did. But once I saw like what it could come to and it wasn't going to, I was cool with this being the one exception and then no one else can do it. But I could tell that would cause anarchy as well. So I just flipped over to yes, it should be vetoed. And we'll get into the trades later, but you're welcome. Yeah, the trade ended up being better for me. Um, but, I mean, it is what it is. That's but, life. but the first veto in four years, it's pretty good because there has been a lot of bad trades. And like Chad said, you can get dominated as much as you want to the point, unless we think there's collusion involved. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, and, all, you know, good for you if you get a good deal. But once it gets past, like, the common rules, then that's where we had our first veto ever. And, and now, yeah. now people also want to vote on – on having absolutely no clauses, which I don't agree no, with. That was, that was an overheated thing. That's uh, that's that's over. A cl- I, but I agree that clauses should not extend past two years as well. And I think yeah, the majority of that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's the precedent that we set with this trade. Yeah, the veto kind of. We don't have to veto every trade that tries to go past twenty. Yeah, that'll just be a, that'll be. A we, I, think right. everyone, I mean, everyone, twelve people voted against it. So unless Eric and Rich try to do it again, we all know, you know, everyone's viewpoint on it. Mm-hmm. And he, I think even Rich was like. Yeah, that's yeah, I get it. Because yeah. the trade you guys did later on proves that like he knew like this was ridiculous yeah, exactly. and accepted fair value for yep. it. Absolutely. All right. Well, now that we've gotten that out of the way, we're going to jump into some NFL news, and there has been a lot. Um, since there has been so much, we we kind of limited it to the the biggest news of them all, in, in our opinion. So we'll uh, we'll go through that. Starting with quarterbacks, um, I think the biggest news in free agency was where Kirk Cousins is going to go. And he landed with the Vikings, as Chad accented earlier. He did? Oh, yeah. And Chad, this is your boy, so you have to be happier. I mean, his time in Washington, I would say, has been underrated. But I think the weapons he has now are a lot better than what he was dealing with in Washington. Um, They definitely have more of a running game, but I don't think that is a big factor against a quarterback. We've seen a lot of quarterbacks have good running games and still be prolific in the passing game, so... As a Cousins owner, you gotta be happy you either didn't deal him or you didn't, that this move occurred, right? I'm very happy, I'm, and I'm glad I'm, I capped him at this point. Um, I'm not holding on to two quarterbacks, but I, you know, I can't ask for more. I mean, he's going to a win now situation, and he's throwing to Stefan Diggs and Adam Thielen. So, I mean, those two names alone boost his value tremendously. And then, arguably, oh, sorry, go on. And then having Delvin Cook, you know, take some of the pressure off the pass game. We're in, you know, in in Washington, all he did was throw because they had no run game. So, you know, they they predicted the pass. They expected the pass. So now you're getting these play actions and you're getting play t- play calls where, you know, maybe they'll focus more on Delvin Cook and he'll have open guys down the field for more opportunities. So I'm very happy with it. I think the win-now situation only motivates him further. 
Um, and I think that's great for his value. So I'm, I'm pumped. I kept him. Derek. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I, I love it. I love it for Kirk. I, I agree. It definitely increases his value, not because of Diggs and Thiele, but mainly because of Treadwell. Um, <laughs> Good call. He, I mean, he's been like a single digit QB, whatever. He's, he's always been a QB one, I think, but he's had years. I think the last year was a QB nine. I think it was QB6 six six last year. He's very good. He's very good. I think he's an easy slot him into a top 10 fantasy quarterback this year. And people people hate him. I don't get. I don't understand the hate, to be honest with you. I don't either. So I think it's just the skepticism with him coming in. Like, he came in with the notion that he was probably going to be a career backup. I feel like the only one that loved him was Gruden, to be completely honest. The only one that gave him a shot was Gruden. Maybe I think it's just that stigma that just hasn't really went away. Well, good for Chad. And I think, you know... Keenum had a good year, but if you're, uh, I don't even know, Douche has Thielen or uh, Tiz with Diggs, an obvious upgrade from what they had. Yeah, of course. I mean, Keenum couldn't have played any better, but it, I don't think that's going to be a prolonged thing where Cousins is a more stable and talented quarterback. So their values, I think, go up and possibly Laquan's. Lock it in. <laughs> uh, next quarterback, yeah, I, I think this is just a fan favorite at this point. I mean, no one wanted to see, no one wants to see anyone get injured unless it's Brandon Whedon. Um, Teddy signs with the Jets. Uh, everything that I've heard about that knee injury that he had, it was one of the most gruesome injuries of all time. There was rumors of literally some of the linemen throwing up and leaving the field once Teddy's knee snapped. So obviously that's not ideal. Um, but I'm, I'm really happy to see the Teddy Bridgewater. It looks like he may actually play this year. Um, obviously as a backup with the Jets, unless the Jets really sign no one. Um, but... It's, it's going to be interesting to see. I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him on the field. We'll do that in the wide receiver. Something just popped up on Roto. But I think I actually saw something on Roto today that there's still work to do on his injured leg. And this is almost going on like two years, right, since this happened. So he's still young. I, yeah. I, I don't think the Jets want to rely on McCown forever. They have pick three now. Yeah, they're going so to they're draft, gonna draft the quarterback. The, they're going to draft the quarterback. But in case that takes some time, there's nothing wrong with some camp. Uh, competition to drive either one of them. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's similar to, I mean, we could segue to it as the Browns getting Tyrod is a guy that has some left to, something to prove. One's coming off injury, one's, I think another one's coming off injury, right? T- not as gruesome, but I think Tyrod was a little banged up last year. I think it was spots. Too yeah, I mean, he was he was injured. I, I just don't think they wanted him on the field. That's why Nathan Peterman <laughs> kept coming in. They really just did not respect him. But, you know, someone just to be there to, you know, the bridge quarterback, you know, when, when, Give it a couple games, and then you'll put the rookie in eventually. But he doesn't see himself as a bridge quarterback, though. Who? Tyrod. Well, he sees himself as a Super Bowl champion. But for Teddy, I mean, I'm sure Teddy still thinks he's got a lot left to prove, and he could be the starting quarterback for a year. I mean, I mean he was a top ten pick. Yeah, he could be. So yeah. I, I don't know if you're if you're an owner of the Jets wide receivers, I don't think you're. I don't think this changes much. So it's not like McCown was horrible, but yeah. you don't even know yeah. you're going to get Bridgewater. And I don't think Bridgewater is even even owned. Maybe in like. Obviously, in other deeper leagues, but I don't even think he's owned in ours. Who Bridgewater? Yeah. No, Trainer had him for a little while, but that's it. He's definitely, no, he's definitely he, free yeah. agent now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he might get scooped up late, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think if you have a Jets receiver, you're kind of just question mark. Like, could it could work out really well, or you could just have some high end wide receiver two guys. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, moving down the list, Alex Smith to the Redskins. This happened a little bit earlier on because we haven't had a podcast in a while. We'll touch upon it. I mean, I think it's a it, Redskins is a good replacement for Kirk Cousins. I don't maybe he just doesn't have the arm, same arm strength, but I, I think he can run that offense well. I mean, Jamison Crowder is a short little slant guy. You have Chris Thompson there. 
he knows how to work in an offense like that. So, I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not too concerned with it there. I think it's going to be a decent landing spot. I agree. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't think the Redskins are going to be good, um, really, at all. Not nothing against Alex Smith, but I just I just think that team is overall just bad. So, you know, maybe uh, Alex Smith can't really throw deep all that well. So, I mean, guys like Josh Doxon, like, what's their value? Yeah, but Tyreek Hill did well last year. Yeah, I think he was an I I I I'm just, I'm just playing devil's advocate, Chad, because I I agree. I think last year was anomaly for Alex Smith's career. I, I'm going to take the years before that as an indicator rather than the one year where they had a pretty, you know, flashy offense with a lot of weapons that he was given. The offense coordinator, now the coach of the Bears, you know, new new area, I think worse weapons than he had previously, um, especially with the run game because, you know, uh, Hunt was good on the passing game as well for a back. I mean, Thompson's there too, but I just definitely see a digression from a, I think he was a quarterback one last year. Yeah, and, no, exactly. And, he was he was quarterback one overall. Yeah, for the long time. Sammy Lard was riding that out. I don't think he expected that. So, yeah, I agree with you, Chad. I don't think the Redskins are going to be too good. I don't know for the wide receivers or I mean, could help Crowder's value just because he's kind of a dump down. That's what you kind of vision him as. But I'm not. I, I'd rather have Cousins stay for Crowder rather than this happen. Yeah. So, do you think Alex Smith ends up as a quarterback one in our league this year? No. Could be top fourteen. I'll say no. Now with all the rookies coming in, Watson coming back. I'll say fourteen. I'll say you'd be fourteen. You're gonna go. You're gonna push. Yep. Yeah, I I, I kind of (laughs) agree with you there. I think he's thirteen, fourteen. I think he's right there. Okay. I'm saying. I'm saying no. Uh, moving on, Sam Bradford to the Cardinals. Um, Just another landing spot. I mean, he has a chance to be a starter. They may draft someone. I know Carson Palmer retired, but I mean it's not a bad landing spot for him. If, if if there was anywhere for him to land, it was there. If he wants playing time again, so it's not a bad spot for him there. I'm not actively seeking him in a trade, but I mean, yeah, this is whatever. I mean, maybe you can argue the the Larry value goes down because Palmer and him kind of had a little connection there. So it could hurt Rogers. That's the only really huge impact I see. I just see David Johnson probably getting more of a workload. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I think. I think AJ McCarron to the Bills. Um, I think he has a chance to start, uh, but I also think the Bills make an aggressive trade up. I think that's what they've been trying to do. It's just a matter of when they strike and how. Um, I think they move up and they take a quarterback in this draft. Is AJ McCarron okay. even good? Has he? Have he ever proved anything? Like, why is he so coveted? He, I mean, he's never really gotten a chance. Cincinnati just loves, similar to like the Chicago Bears and Jay Cutler. Like, was Jay Cutler the greatest quarterback? No. Was anyone going to start over him? Probably not. No, but so I feel like the same thing with Dalton and Cincinnati. That's different because Cutler had seasons. This was like a, almost like a Flynn or a smaller like Garoppolo where he only played a few games and did okay. But people thought he was like young and had a couple good games and he was like, you know, the Browns are rumored to be trying to try to trade first for him or multiple well, seconds. Well, that's, that's just because Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson saw him at practice. So, I mean, if there's anything, like, Hugh Jackson just likes him as a player. So that that doesn't surprise me as much, but I know what you mean. It's a very, very small sample size. But yeah, I just don't, right I don't really get the it. The hype is a little weird. It is weird. I mean, the hype hype with Garoppolo is over the top, too. What if he just had a little six-game session and now he's, he's done? Yeah, but McCarron didn't even do that. Hmm? But McCarron didn't even do that, though. Like, Garoppolo yeah. came in and played, like, great. McCarron yeah. didn't. 
I mean, people also think the Giants are going to win the Super Bowl with like pick two right now. Like the people, people are fanatics. That's what well, they are. You groom, you get groomed under Belichick. I'm going to have a little bit more confidence in you than McCarron. Well, yeah, I, I understand that. But this, you could say the same thing with Flint. Oh, no, no, I mean not Flint. Um, Castle. Yeah, Castle. He did. Yeah. He won eleven games for them under Belichick. So, Sorry. I guess there you go. Maybe ten, but. Uh, and the last one, we got Tom Savage to the Saints. Uh, most likely we'll start over Drew Brees. <laughs> really crushed my <laughs> fantasy. Yeah. Right I need Carr <laughs> badly. I think Savage was our first ever Mr. Relevant pick by chat. He was. So yeah, yeah. he has a little special place in our league's heart, along with uh, Eddie Lacy and Stringfellow. <laughs> Lacy. Oh, I thought you meant like <laughs> Like milestone players, like the first pick in our draft, first Mister Irrelevant. No, I just, I just like mean that. like dumb guy, like that. No, he's not, I mean Savage, I thought looked good, but like just players that aren't really relevant that we just love. I need to find out who Mister Irrelevant was in our startup draft. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. I have to find that out. That's a good takeaway. Oh no, no, it was Savage. Our first rookie draft with Sean Lee was a really boring pick. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. okay. Okay, you're right. So I think Chad had the last pick in our startup and picked Savage. Oh wow. So that is that is historic. His last name is Savage. McCar- so McCarron's yeah. been in the league for four years and has only started three games. Right? I'm with you, Chad. I'm not saying he's going to be elite. I just think he could be good. I don't see why not. I don't know. Right. Well, running backs, uh, probably the most devastating drop in our league. Probably ever. Ever. Yeah. It might be Jared ever, McKinnon. yeah. Jarek McKinnon getting getting dropped in our league after he gets shipped off from the Vikings and, and signs with the 49ers where he literally could start and be like the bell cow. He's definitely starting. Yeah. It's it's something else. That's that's a that's a tough hard, that's a tough hit for Rodgers. Now Chad, you have a late first. Is this or mid to late? Are you targeting McKinnon given the fact that I, I forget his coaching there, but seems to like all I've seen on Twitter is this a per, this is a match made in heaven between the system and McKinnon, his skill set. Oh, and God. there was a report that came out saying he's going to be a, a three down, possibly three down back. Yeah. I mean, he's on the radar for sure. Um, it's going to depend on, on how camp goes. We're going to have, we're going to be in camp before we draft, like for like a little while. So. A while, while. Yeah. Yeah. We have, uh, we have plenty of time. So, I mean, it's going to help me with pick four. I'm going to get a stud. But do you guys think McKinnon has RB1 potential? Definitely. Yeah, Duke Johnson was an RB1. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, especially the way McKinnon finished the year. He looked great. He was amazing. He was, you know, he led Rodgers to the title. I'm sure he led other redraft title people to a title. It's He, uh, for as much as he was getting dealt, and I held on to him, and I dealt in the fam, and fam treated him, you know, he never became what we thought he could be. And then late last season and possibly this year, he's going to be that, that guy. Yeah, he's a freak athlete. He's, what, the rare third-year running back breakout? I'm not sure. I don't know how many years he's been in there. I don't know how long he was just chilling in Minnesota for. It's been a while. It's been like three or four. Behind Peterson. How old is he? He's like 26. Yeah, he was backing up Peterson because I had Peterson. I think I had both. He's 25, yeah. yeah. Chad, I think I boast he's 26. He's 25. Yeah, there you go. He was was drafted in uh, 2014. 2014. 2014. Again, adding to the elite class of 2014. Yeah. Great. Yeah, I, so I guess to end that, I, I would probably take him pick 11 on, to be honest. I, I think late first. Yeah, if, if I had pick 11 or later and he's there, yeah. I'm taking him. I think if I had 
a mid first, I would try trading down and acquiring something. That's a good call. And then scoop him up, and then hopefully I get like an early second in that deal yeah. or mid second and get another piece. Yeah. Because I think he has probably just as much upside as some of the guys I'm seeing go in the mid first. So. All right. So a little. Would you rather here? Would you rather? Uh, Jarek McKinnon or Christian Kirk? Ooh, Christian Kirk. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Jones. Okay. What, what, about, what about Ronald Jones? I got Jarek McKinnon. It's... What about McKinnon versus Ronald Jones? Uh, depends on his spot. So say he goes to Tampa Bay. Mm, that's probably Ronald Jones. I'll say McKinnon. I think Jones is going to be set up to succeed more more than Jarek. I don't know how long, like how much longer Jarek is going to bell cow for. That's true. I you just don't know who they're going to draft. I don't think Ronald Jones will ever bell cow. I right, mean, Ronald but, Jones is pretty elite and explosive. But Ronald so. Jones could play like the like the theoretic role for a while. Could Ronald Jones could be a top three rookie pick? Yeah, elite. that's true. I was just assuming he wouldn't be there at one ten. Yeah, he's so, he's he's very polarized. Once Bridge scoops him up with one hundred three, then. Polarizing. You know, at least you don't have to make that decision, Chad. He'll be long gone before you. You're right. You're right. Even oh. long gone before Eric. I was. I was really hoping he fell to me, dude. Just watching his tape, he is so electric. It's actually absurd. Like it, it's just. It's just <laughs> fun to watch. He ran a four six, tearing his hamstring. Are you kidding me? When you think of between the tackles, you think of Ronald Jones. Yeah, he's got the power. That's where the explosion comes from. But I'm not gonna harp on that anymore. He's a. Uh, he's an elite player. Uh, Frank Gore to the Miami Dolphins. The ageless wonder. We, I think last episode we just we told Josh to give it up, and now he lands <laughs> he in the spot with the role. Perfectly. Um, I, I, I mean, it's, he's gonna, he's gonna play. He's gonna play more. I love it. I think this is. Yeah, cr- do you think this hurts Kenyon Drake's value at all? Um, he might vulture some touchdowns. I think this is perfect for Frank Gore. Uh. Mostly because now he's already in Florida and can just move right into a t- retirement home after the oh, Dolphins. There you go. I could see him. He's. I could. I could see him getting eight to ten carries a game. Yeah, I think that's fair. Third, yeah. third down goal line guy. Anything, even some first down carries. Was, I think I'm just getting sprinkled in the game. Was he kept? I, I think Josh has him still. Yeah. I think he has flex value. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he definitely has flex value. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, I think I think Drake is the clear number one. I think the Dolphins draft a running back. Yeah, so do I. And just and just weed him out. I love I love Kenyon Drake, but I feel like they just don't respect him that much. Like he's good, but I don't think they see him as like a a full guy. How many times have we seen Derek leave Geis to play? I've seen that a lot because Geis is better. I mean, yeah, but I'm saying like how many times have we seen yeah, him yeah, yeah. them just saying, "Hey, Drake is solid." Um, yeah, we'll see. All right, I'll ask you straight up: fourth round pick or Frank Gore? Gore. My hit, my hit rate on third rounds and lower are pathetic. Yeah, it's got to be Gore. Uh, all right, uh, mid third or Gore? Uh, probably mid, probably mid third. Probably still Gore. Well, what's your what's your cap? Like mid, early third. Mid third. That's probably yeah. the, that's probably the lowest I'd go. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. Legarrette Blunt to the Lions. Um, I mean, I don't know if his career turns around. Right now, I, I don't think so. I'm not buying Blunt yeah. here any more than I was on the Eagles. Yeah, it's it's has got to give it up unless he caught him ready, which in in which case I apologize. It's, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a biggest biggest Blunt fan. They're so they're gonna no. they're gonna definitely draft a running back. Yeah, this is another team that yeah I agree. 
So yeah, 100%. he he uh, might he might be like a later. he might be like a Gillisley kind of role. Yeah, I can see that, which he could succeed in. Yeah, he'll get his touchdowns, I think. Does he end up a running back too? No. Blunt? Yeah. No. No. Same here. He could be the RB3 in that team. He could. Jeremy Hill to the Pats. I mean, on paper, this sounds good. It just, I don't think he, I think he's going to get cut. I think the way, I think it was Greg who was saying the way his contract structured, it just looks like he's going to get cut pretty much immediately after training camp. Okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I should have some, like, not guaranteed money. I mean, unless I'm thinking of another player, Greg was the one who was explaining it. I don't care who the Pats sign at running back. They just have, like, mysterious intrigue. Exactly. You don't know exactly. how they're going to be used, who's going to be, like, the bell cow. Yeah. Yeah. You, you never know even until the end of the season who's going to be like Deion Lewis came out of nowhere toward the end of the season when I thought I lost that bet for sure. Yeah, we literally had a bet on just which was going to be best. Yeah, so I that would have been intriguing. But if what you're saying is true, that that they just sign him to cut. I think I think they just signed him to bring him into camp, but they're going to see that he averages like 2.1 yards per carry and he's going to be gone. <laughs> I mean, that's just my opinion. I, I I was the biggest. I was a big Jeremy Hill advocate. I'm no longer that way. Doug Martin, another guy who's very, very polarizing. Um, I think he's won people leagues and lost people leagues pretty much single-handedly. Uh, to the Raiders. I, th- I think Marshawn Lynch still gets the bulk of the carries there. I mean, Doug Martin will get carries. Maybe they split. Chat? Um, it's going to be mainly Marshawn. Um, I think Doug's just going to be a backup. He's going to spell Marshawn. Now, would you rather – I think I know my answer. Would you rather pay – the price it'll take for Marshawn, say like an early second, or pay like the late second, early third, and get Doug Martin, and thinking maybe they'll have similar value. Or do you think it's by far and away Marshawn that you'd rather just trade him for his fair value? It's by far and away Marshawn. I think. So yeah, this, I don't agree. This, this is gonna... similar to last year with the Anua Robbie Anderson, and Anua got hurt, so it's, you, you couldn't tell. But I think I'd rather take the chance and buy low on Martin, and hope that he kind of takes that roll away from Lynch rather than paying the premium for Lynch. I get that. I don't think he'll beat out Lynch. I think he'll just get some carries. I think he'll just have value. But where does he where does he fit in there though? I think it's sixty forty, something like that. I think this hurts Lynch though. Definitely. Definitely. I mean for what Mueller paid one ten last year, one twelve last whatever, one eleven last year. He he finished the year strong. Very strong. And it is interesting they brought in someone else when people have been clinging on to Washington and um, who's the other third trainer they've had there? Uh, Jalen Rashard. Yeah, like forever. I feel like people were just clinging on to like, oh, Lynch will be gone soon. And one of these two will. And they just keep bringing in another old dude. Yeah. So, you know, and then Gruden's there. Maybe Gruden, maybe it's one of Gruden's guys. And he's going to use him more than we think he's going to. I don't know. It's it's an interesting signing for sure. Um, but, yeah, I think Muller's got to be a little bummed about this especially for what he gave up and um and i don't i i would say lynch has mid rb2 yeah definitely. As, aspirations i don't think he's an rb1 at all either one of these no yeah he could when, yeah. Amar, when amari becomes player player one overall that was correlate but i wouldn't be surprised uh, if lynch is like rb12 who do you think is gonna be rb12 I, I wouldn't be surprised if lynch was i don't think he will be yeah, I, I tried. I agree with that. I could see him being like a, a late one. Well, their yeah. offense did kind of struggle, so there's a resurgence in the offense. He could be seeing yes. more opportunities to score. So possibly, if, if if his touchdowns are near the double digits, then for sure. 
But I think that's going to that's what's going to make him. I don't think he's going to have a lot of these plus one hundred yard games anymore. Agreed. Call aside to the Cleveland Browns. Love this one. Um, I think it's it's a it's a great signing. Home t- uh, well not hometown kid but Ohio State kid. So state loves him. Everybody loves him. I think he's going to be first and second, possibly third down back. I think Duke Johnson gets plenty of catches. I think he plays a little bit out of the slot as well. Um, but I, I like Carlos Hyde a lot here. I don't think he's an RB1, but I think he's he's a mid to, to early RB2. So, Chad, we'll get into that you dealt him, mm-hmm. but that was more of a fear of Barkley. Had Barkley, you know, not been in this draft, whatever, and you would have kept Hyde, how would you have felt about this landing spot versus 49ers? Um... <laughs> I liked him better on 49ers because he was getting a lot of passing work, too. He's not going to get that on the Browns with Duke Johnson there. So, I mean, he'll get catches every now and then, but I think he's going to be touchdown dependent, and I think he's at the age where he's kind of towards the end of a shelf life of a running back. So, so that was kind of my rationale with dealing him, and I think I kind of got pretty good value for him. Definitely. And we'll, he definitely yeah, did. And then, so Eric, so hide to the Browns. There's a lot of talk that this isn't going to rule out Barkley for 104. Um, do you question them bringing in Hyde if they're going to draft Barkley? And if they pass on Barkley, do you still think they address running back with the multitude of picks they do have? Um, so I, I personally think they're going to take QB1. If Barkley's there at four, I think they trade back. I think somebody overpays for Barkley, and I think they give up on it. I would love if they took it because I've done it before with uh, Kevin Mack and Ernest Biner. They had 2,000-yard rushers. So, I mean, that wouldn't surprise me. Just a dominant run game, and that's what they want to do in, in the AFC North. Um, but, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. But I, I really, really think with the value that they're going to be offered that they just trade back with four. And can get one of the guys we all like. I mean, exactly. You can still get, like, round. a Minka Fitzpatrick. I'm saying even if you traded back, like, four picks in the first round. Oh, I'm saying, like, later on. Say, like, oh, yeah, second, yeah, of course. Get, like Rashad Penny or, or somebody. Or yeah. in the second. Agreed. But, so you, st- do you think they still would draft a running back even if they not, can't get Barkley? Or? Not that early. Okay. I think that, I think they take one like third or later. I don't think first two rounds. That makes sense. Just yeah. Bar- Barkley yeah. Boston and just rely on Duke. And I think running back, I think they take a running back in this draft definitely. Because like who's, who's Hyde's backup besides Duke? Like, Day, Matthew Days? Matthew Days is there. Um, yeah, they they got rid of Crowell, um, and they didn't have four players on the roster. So he's saying they won't use a high draft capital if they trade back. They'll take a shot at someone day three or end of day two. Correct. Rather than take like a guy in the second. Yeah, round. they're not going to take Chubb or guys, but like I don't know, maybe a Royce Freeman later if his stock doesn't get too high, something like that. Not to mention uh, Hyde has been like has caught the injury bug a lot during his career too. You you did have him when he. Managed to not, and you got to see what he could be. Yeah, he was, right. he was a good RB one for you. Right. But I think you, I think you made the right move dumping him when you did. Fair. Moving on, Dion Lewis to the Titans. Um, every Derrick Henry owner's worst nightmare. Thank you. I I I love that landing spot. I think he's going to be so good there. I think he's going to be possible RB one. I I love him there. I think that's going to be awesome. I agree. Uh, I. Either episode 30 or 31, I was all about why are we overhyping uh, Derrick Henry. I think any Derrick Henry owner should have sold him really high. I think there was a small window that his value was never going to be higher when they everyone – people were reacting like, oh, my God, DeMarco Murray got cut. Everyone knew in the world that he was going to get cut or that his role was going to be severely reduced. So the fact that people were, like, freaking out about that was a little weird. 
But I didn't, like I've said before, if he was that good, he would have had a bigger role in or seceded DeMarco Murray a lot earlier. And I think them bringing on Deion Lewis just further proves that he's not going to get the bell call role everyone's been holding on for for three years. And I think Deion Lewis, if I had to make a bet, will have more fantasy points than Derrick Henry. Yeah, I, I, I definitely agree with that. Um, but I guess I don't agree with the point. I, I still think Derrick Henry's a good running back. I just think they want that nice little mixture. For but fantasy. I, I, for fantasy, yeah, correct, for fantasy. But in, in the real NFL, I, I think he's a great running back. But for fantasy, yeah, I think Deion Lewis is going to definitely win that. And um, not that Derrick Henry's going to be a bad running back. I could see him being like a late RB2, but I think Deion Lewis is the guy to own. See, see, I disagree. Yeah. I, I'm on the Derrick Henry uh, side here. I think I think he's earned his touches. I think he's going to get the goal line work. I think he's going to be the first and second down back. And I think it's going to be it's going to be like the Brandon Jacobs Mod Bradshaw kind of connection the Giants had. Jacobs like a a fridge. <laughs> yeah, Derek Henry's a lot faster, but I know I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Like Lendell White, Reggie Bush. Right, like a, like a thunder lightning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to give the edge to uh, to Henry. Um, but not not to say Dan Lewis won't have fantasy value because he's going to have a lot of fantasy value there. So you want to bet a six pack, Dion Lewis versus Henry? Um, yeah, I'll bet that injury clause. Yeah, sure, either one. Okay. All right, six pack, cool. You know, Tiz is going to bet this with someone probably answer Muller. Oh, definitely. Muller. This is going to be a Tiz Muller bet. Lock it in. Although someone has Dion. Oh no, D- Greg got back Dion. Exactly. So, yeah, that's what Tiz, Tiz Greg bet. Easy. Uh, but, yeah, I like that landing spot a lot. I think they're going to be good. Isaiah Crowell to the Jets. I mean, I love the Crow. I've, I've said that time feed and time again. Crow. Feed the Crow all day. I, I have three of those shirts because they accidentally sent me too many. But <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it's a good landing spot for him. I, my only fear is that I, they might invest in a running back early. Like, I could just see it. I don't know why I see it, but I could see it. Oh, I see it, too. <laughs> That, that's my only fear. If, he, if he's the only guy there, they actually give him a chance. I think he's gonna have a great year. If not, he's not going to be. That's what that's. I, I think they bring someone in. I agree with you. Now, Chad, if if they don't bring anyone in, are you taking a shot at a Crowell, or do you hang on to uh, what? Well, who's the young guy that Itzler has that kind of had Elijah McGuire? He's not. He's not a bell cow. He's just a good bat. I mean, he's he, he hits good. Exactly. I hate Elijah McGuire. I know. I know you do. <laughs> Something. I, I agreed with you. I traded him for fourth. He, he did look good. That Qu- was a good value. Crowell's like 25, too. What'd you say, Chad? Crowell's like 25, too. He's that young? Yeah. yeah. He's super young. He was 2014 class. That's what happens when I live with a Browns fan. I feel like they've been in the league forever. Yeah. I to hear about him. Well, it's because he's one of my favorite players. I, I talk about I my favorite players often. I love Crow. Are you upset to see him go? I mean, yeah, of course. But, I mean, but, but Feed the Crow. But, I mean, if I could have got Barkley, yeah, it was yeah, like a Barkley. Would have been great. Feed. But it's not Barkley. It's... Feed the Barkley. I like Carlos Hyde. I'm not going to complain. Last one, Jonathan Stewart to the Giants. Um, I mean, I mean, I'm pretty indifferent about it. I mean, he has a chance to start, but I mean, I think they bring somebody in. I think he's just a body. I agree. I mean, great, great productive back, one of like the best Oregon backs ever. I mean, it's just he's a body. He's old. They draft the running back 100. percent Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Um, do you take a shot fourth or Jonathan Stewart? Fourth, mm. late third, or Jonathan Stewart, late third. Yeah, I'll take the late third still. Because okay. you offered, you did the same thing with Gore. I'd rather have Gore than Jay Stu. That's fair. So you'd rather both of Josh's running backs? 
so before we go into this, yeah, this is huge. Mid podcast roto update as of when we started, but we just didn't get the wide receivers. Yahoo Sports Jordan Schultz stated matter of factly that he anticipates the Cowboys will release Des Bryant after the draft. Wow, um, crazy, right? He's like, the Cowboys will cut Des Bryant after the draft, but make no mistake, they will cut him. Schwartz tweeted, blah, blah, blah. They can shed his $12.5 million cap. And obviously, they noted that, you know, the Cowboys added Alan Hearns. Um, they have been rumored to be drafting Calvin Ridley a lot in, in the mocks or someone at wide receiver in the first round. And, yeah. So, I as an owner of Des Bryant and a Cowboys fan... I don't think him moving to a new team is the worst thing for his fantasy value. I think he peaked with Romo, who's a way better deep ball thrower than Dak. Um, I think Dak will progress to be a lot better than he was last year, and even better his freshman year. His freshman year was great, but he was just more efficient. They built around him with a strong run game and efficient passes that he couldn't really mess up. And I would scream at my television all the time because I thought they misused Des Bryant and would just throw these 50-50 sideline balls to him, which... He doesn't really get that much separation. He's athletic as hell, but Dak, if Dak doesn't put in the right spot, it's going to be hard for Dez. As a Cowboys fan, it would be pretty upsetting. I mean, I know he's he's asking for a lot, and we have a lot more guys in the future where they need to resign or get bigger contracts to, but it'd be a bummer. I don't think – I don't want Dak to be throwing to Hearns and Ridley and, like, Switzer and a 40-year-old Witten. I don't think that helps their offense – a lot. I don't. I don't think that it's going to keep the run game any honest. So this this would be a bummer. But you know, he is twenty nine. Hasn't had a thousand yard. Alan Hearns has had a thousand yard receiving year more recently than Des Bryant has with Bortles. Little fun fact. So maybe it is time to move on and kind of give up the hype that he's going to be what he once was. So the entire time you were talking, I did I did hear what everything you were saying, and I, I agree with you. I, I, I I'm more towards the side. I, I think you guys move on. Um, I don't know if I necessarily agree with Cut. I'm surprised they can't trade him, but uh, it is what it is. I don't think anyone takes it. He wants wants the contract. He wants the contract, and he's already making a lot of money. It's. it's... But I, I was trying to think. I don't know what my ideal landing spot for Dez is. Like I, I really don't know. I'm not sure either. Uh, I was I was thinking uh, yeah. Jaguars initially. Thinking where? Jags. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that. That's, that's a good one. Hey, if I can pick one spot for my boy Des to go, it's my boy Blake. So. Yeah, I mean, I could see him on the Bengals. Just he fits that mold of player, and he's just a scumbag. How about, the, how about the 49ers, who didn't make any kind of big splashes in the wide receiver 49ers, game that we fought? The 49ers is a good spot. It's a great spot. Jimmy G to Des. I'm all about that. I'll offer you so many trades for Des. Ooh, I can't wait for those Ooh, trades. Ooh, trades for Des. So now, um, so now, what's the value on Des? You think? I couldn't get a late. I think everyone knows he's worth a late first, but no one will pay a late first. Correct. And no one that has him will trade him for a second, which anyone would offer him. So you think that, even that's where it is. There's you think no, even with this news, you can't trade for Des. Sorry, what did you say? John? You think even with his news, he's still worth a late first? I think this could enhance it. I think people would argue that that hurts his value. Yeah. So yeah, I do. Yeah, I actually agree his, with that. His ceiling's too high, and there's been too like if you go on forums and stuff that he's one of the more talked about wide receivers in the off season, and it's you just gotta hold him. You're not gonna get fair value, and then no one's no one's gonna be fair value for him. Nope. Unless they're like a unless you somehow can match up with a win now team that's somehow as a wide receiver void and give up. Say they came in second in the league, like Nick. I don't know something happened in the off season, and Nick really needs a wide receiver. 
and he had his 13th pick. He might deal that for Dez and just take it and try to win now. If Evans yeah, I would have gave you 14 for Dez, even though I'm not a win-now team. Yeah. So, so would you take uh, 15? Probably take what? 15. Probably not. That's fair. Especially now with how late our draft is. That's what Deion Lewis went for. I know. I think, yeah, I think Dez means more to my team than what I can get for 15. Interesting. Yeah, he's a, he's kind of a weird player because you don't really know his value. It's tough because he, he hasn't been doing well the last few years, but the three years, you know, it was a while ago with Romo. I understand it, but he was a monster. So you always kind of cling on to that. Like, he did it for a while. And he could still do it. He has the talent. You've seen moments of brilliance from him, you know, acrobatic catches and whatnot. But we'll see. We don't spend too much time on it. But, yeah, that's breaking news mid-podcast. Yeah, we got a lot of these receivers to go through. We want to skip some. <laughs> well, let's, let's start with the first. I think we should at least do the first four, and then probably we can skip the majority of the other ones. Yeah, yeah we're, we already touched that on Hearns. We're yeah. at 45 minutes. We haven't even gotten to the bets or trades or anything. All right. All right, let's talk, we'll talk about the first four, and then just go buy-sell on the last, and then just end it. Okay. All right. Ready? Well, no, we'll actually talk. So the first one is Jarvis Landry to the Browns. Jarvis Landry to the Browns. Um, I love it. I was very, very happy with this pick um, based on what we gave for him. It wasn't that much. And I think he's great for this offense. I think it's going to be, especially for a rookie, quick little strikes. Got Njoku patrol in the middle. When we trade for OBJ, we have OBJ and Josh. <laughs> it's a Madden, Madden just dream. And so, I can't wait. Chad, I'll bring this to you because we can knock off one thing. There's a bet between you and Josh that Landry will be a that. Will he or not be a wide receiver one? And mm-hmm. I don't know if this was made prior to this signing. It was. So how do you feel about your bet now? Uh, I like it a little less because, you know, his value, I think, goes down in, in Cleveland. But that's not to say he's not going to be good still. I think he'll still be, like, hover around back end, maybe wide receiver one, early wide receiver two. So I'll take a shot. I think he had the benefit of – I think being the clear number one on this team, because I'm not buying into Devontae Parker hype yet, although we just saw a Roto update proclaiming that the coach is still high on him. But now he's going to a spot where Gordon is the clear wide receiver one. So I'm curious just how his target share is going to be, because he saw games of multiple double-digit targets and made the most out of him. He gets open very well, but I'm curious if those opportunities or targets are going to be there in Cleveland, especially if they get a, a solidified running game with Barkley and Josh coming back and Coleman coming back. Um, you know, it, it'll be interesting. I think he'll be more of a high mid wide receiver too, but still an, a safe every week starter for you. But I can see him being more of your flex play and Cooks and Baldwin being more of your wide receiver one too going forward. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Course, like like Greg said, I'm I'm all in on Jarvis Landry since they traded Carlos Hyde, so he's got to be good. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Um, I said this, I think the Bears are going to be last year's Rams, where okay. everyone, everyone wanted to write off Goff, everyone would write off, you know, whatever, even Gurley, and they got a new coach, you give the quarterback another year, and boom, their offense is not prolific, but really good and fun to watch. They get the offensive coordinator for the Chiefs, they get some weapons for, I don't even know who Mitch was throwing to last year, like Kendall Wright, and I don't even know who on that team. They actually brought in some other guys besides A-Rob. Uh, Taylor Gabriel, Trey McBride, Trey McBride, <laughs> uh, Meredith may or may not be there. 
Um, I, and I like the coach they brought in because he was really good with the Chiefs last year. I think it'll be different. I don't maybe not as good as Goff and all that, but I don't think they're going to be as bad. I don't think Mitch is as bad as people think he would be. And I love Bortles, but I think it's an upgrade just overall situation wise. So I'm pretty pumped. I mean, I wanted the 49ers, but you know there was Wart. Ravens would have been worse. So I'll take this over him staying with the Jags or the Ravens. So I'm pretty happy about this. Yeah, I, I, I love that. I'm very happy with it. I think he's going to be the focal point of the offense. And, I mean, everyone forgets how good he is. Remember when Rob denied, like, pick 15 for A-Rob? Chad, where do you think he lands in the wide receiver range? Like, mid-wide receiver one, low end, not even a wide receiver one? I don't know. It's a good uh, question. It's a big question mark because we don't know if Mitch can take that leap. I, I personally think that he will because, you know, I doubted Carson Wentz and Jared Goff after they had down rookie seasons. So. Yeah. I think that he'll take the next step. I think that he'll probably be mid to late wide receiver one is where I'll put him. I'll take that because I think combined with his age, that'll spark the high value again for him. Because I'm not really getting nothing fair value, and if I sold him after 2016, I could have got you know, every, yeah. everything in the world for him. So I think just having a good, solid, even low-end wide receiver one, tacked on, he's only like 24 years old. If the Bears start clicking, then I think if I did want to deal him, that I can get the proper value. Even now in startups, he's going above 102, and I, I couldn't sniff that in our league. So Watch give it a year, and then 102, 10, maybe even 102, or like A-Rob Plus can get 101. We'll see. That we will. That Trub- we will. Trubisky had a game last year where he threw only seven times. That was against the Steelers, right? It was against the Panthers. Oh, uh, okay. I remember they ran all over the Steelers, too. That is that is wild. That is I that's what happened. Has that ever happened before? I don't know. I'm sure it happened back in like yeah, like the 20s. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> understood. I didn't even realize it's our three boys in a row: Landry, A. Rob, and uh, Sammy the God. Um, next player we're talking about is Sammy Watkins. Um, I mean, not the ideal landing spot, but I'm not. I don't think I'm as low on it as everybody else is. I think it's. I think it's a good spot. I think he's going to do well with Mahomes. I mean, if Mahomes pans out like we all are assuming, I mean, it could be terrible. Um, but I think Andy Reid knows what he's doing. Uh, I'm I'm happy with it for Sammy. I think he does well. Tyreek Hill stock down. Tyreek Hill stock down. Sammy stock up. Chad, I'm with you, Eric. Uh, I don't I don't think it's that bad of a spot. No, I I, I like it. I who didn't, who didn't like the offense. spot though? I just don't like Sammy. He could have went anywhere, and I wouldn't think his value was very good. No, but that's that's the biggest thing. The Chiefs are a run first offense. Tyreek Hill's the guy there. Kelsey's going to take they? too many targets. Like I I think Sammy's going to do Fair. well. That that's the argument. I think yeah. Sammy was underutilized in Los Angeles. He was. I just don't think Goff could reach him. <laughs> you think, well, you, so you got to be. I mean, Tiz has got to be happy about this because he's loves it. the biggest yeah. Mahomes truther. I didn't even know Mahomes was until he took him. Um, yeah, I mean, it's another weapon for Mahomes. I think he can. He's being targeted sneaky as a low end QB one this year too. I if he's got the tools that everyone thinks he's got the weapons for sure. He's got like the top two tight end, a top 10 running back, and possibly two people would argue wide receiver ones. Yeah. Um, no reason he can't succeed. But I don't even know what fair value for Sammy is, but I'm not paying it. That's fine. Chad, would you give up pick – you traded pick seven for Cooks. Would you give up whatever you have now for Sammy? Pick 10? Yeah. Ooh. I, huh, That's tough. I probably would. Yeah, I think I would do that in a heartbeat. You would. You give up too late first for him. Yeah, I, I love Sammy, dude. 
Highest highest graded draft prospect receiver since Julio and AJ. Yeah, Eric wouldn't do that, right? If I offered you one ten for him. No, definitely not. I'm afraid you have him. Yeah. Yeah, Sammy's my boy, dude. I love him. I love him coming out. I'm I'm a biggest Sammy guy. But what are you gonna do? Uh, OBJ going to Cleveland. What are you guys thought? <laughs> Pretty crazy. I think the Browns should do it. I love it. <clears throat> so which deal? You have my four thirty three in Coleman for OBJ. Is that what it is? I mean, that's what I've heard. I've heard that's possible. I, I've seen, like, no Coleman, but I don't think that's significant. So, yeah, sure, throw in Coleman. Cool. Um, I think it's well worth it. You're going to get your quarterback, and what better way to bring your rookie quarterback than have Josh Gordon and oh, Beckham yeah, and Landry. And Landry. I keep forgetting yeah. Landry's there. And Njoku. Njoku's a monster. And Well, I would say not Barkley. But Hyde and Duke. I mean, that's, that's dumb. and fun offense. That's pretty dominant, yeah. The most yeah. fun. Most fun I've ever had. I mean, is there uh, the Rams have been rumored? Chad with Goff, you are you kind of you gotta be hoping he goes there. I, I wish he would. Uh, I don't think he's going anywhere. You think he's staying? Think it's all just bullshit? Yeah. Keeping him honest. He does need to be a diva in New York. You're right. Yeah, but I think it sends a message like they're probably not actively trading. But listen, well, I'm not even gonna give you the benefit of the doubt to make you think you're not tradable. Everyone like they're you kind of send that message of yeah. Beetle. It's a good point. Know, send an alarm in his head, but. So what, we're now we're just going to do a rapid yeah. buy and sell? Just uh, yeah, we have six, nay. six other names. We're going to call them out, and we'll just go around the room. Yes, no, uh, maybe just ask pick value, and then move on. Okay. Uh, so we'll start with player one, Dante Moncrief to the Jags. You buying them, and if so, for what? Just, just Chad, you can just do this one. Um, uh, I'm buying them. For... What did you do, a third round pick? Yeah, I was going to say third. Richardson to the Redskins, Ed. You caught him. I'll let you do this one. I would buy him for a late second, early third. Okay. Yeah, I don't hate that. I think he's got the upside. He's young, so yeah. I kind of like the upside. And Redskins have a lot of question marks at wide receiver, I think. They do. Jordy Nelson to the Raiders. His career over? I'm, s- I'm selling. I, I agree. I think he's a product of rock. I like it better than Crap. Well, Crabtree did well there. I don't I, know. As a think, car owner, do you think you think it's a bad move that they did? I mean, I don't know. Essentially replacing him for crap. For crap yeah, I, I don't like. I think Jordy lost his step last year. I think I think he's he's kind of done. Yeah. I, I I don't think like you said selling him. I don't think you'd get anything for him. I would say, what could you sell him for? Yeah, that's that's my thing. Maybe a fifth. If so, I, I don't think fifth. it's anything. Yeah, I don't think you can get anything for Jordy right now. <laughs> you could easily get a mid to late second for Jordy. Really? I don't. I, I don't. I, I don't think in our league we could. Chad, I'm kind of a win now mode. I yeah, would, would you give a second for Jordy? Right I wouldn't now? give a I wouldn't give a second unless it was like twenty eight. All right, I probably would. I, don't, I mean, I have only have like eighteen. I'm gonna give eighteen for Jordy. But. Yeah, no kidding. I, I uh, yeah, I don't know. I am I'm, I'm not the Jordy guy right now. Crab cheater, the Ravens buying or selling at selling. That's a I think it's a bad landing spot for him. He was way better better off in Oakland. Okay, I agree with that. Chad, Terrell Pryor to the Jets. Buying or selling? I'm buying. He had a down year. He, he resurrects it? He had a down year, and I'm taking a shot on him. What are you buying him for? Uh, Probably the, around the same as uh, Jordy, to be honest. Late second, early third. Works for me. And lastly, add your boy, Alan Hearns to the Cowboys. Buying or selling? Buying. If Dez is gone, you could, I mean. Wide receiver one. And you hate Ridley, too, so. There's your boy. You draft Ridley, and then Alan Hearns is your dude. Yeah, I would give it some time because if Dez can't even be a wide receiver one, I don't know if Hearns can be. Okay. But um, 
don't know, mid to late season. He's pretty young too, right? He only has like five seats. Yeah, he's, like he's like 26 to 27. When he's healthy, he's good. I don't know, late second. Is he owned or still? Three. Sorry? Is he owned? Probably not. Hearns? Well, I don't know idea. He actually may be. I traded Hearns to Wire. I don't know where he is now. I'd have to find out. But yeah, I can see him getting taken. You think he gets taken above Paul Richardson if he's cut? If if the Cowboys don't draft someone, one billion percent, yes. What if they cut Dez and draft someone? I guess it depends who they draft. I think someone will take a shot. I, I think he does. So they cut Dez and draft Ridley. Would you take him in like the mid to late second round rookie draft? Probably, yeah. Chad, what what are we deciding uh, between? Alan Hearns, De- the the Cowboys cut Dez but draft Ridley in the first round. Do I take Alan Hearns over who? Or do, would you just take him with like oh? I, first, I said over Paul Richardson, and then I said like for the mid to late second. Um, yeah, I think I do. Yeah, I think I would too. There's just something about Hearns that's a little intriguing. He's good, man. Alan Hearns got cut. He's available. That's gonna do it for news and notes. Uh, that being said, we're gonna move on to trades and bets. Um, we have a lot of trades. Uh, but we'll start with the bets. You know why? Because B comes with fourteen alphabetical order. Confirmed. And this is real money on the line, and not. Just a trade. Fantasy's more than just a trade, you know? Yeah. But I'll start because I had the big money one here. Uh, simple me versus Itzler bet. Who's going to finish the year better? We included playoffs, so he made that kind of crazy run like Itzler did. Technically, if we did regular season, I wouldn't beat him. But he finished further, so if we did technically with this bet, he would have won. Um, I'm pretty confident in myself, and I think our division's pretty good. If I get a crazy – I mean, especially in our division, schedule's going to mean a shit ton – uh, if you play Ridge or Tiz on the hot weeks, you're going to face Muller and Nick. It's not crazy that I could finish here with, like, four wins. Yeah, but, yeah you guys are without division. But I, I'm just going to be confident that, regardless, I'll be better than Ensler. It's going to be close. I think it's going to be very close. I mean, you both had me, I think, three to four spots higher than him. Yeah, I think I – so, all right. So, yeah, I think I, think I, had, I think I had you four, Ensler seven. So here's my take. I think Itzler was just in the championship, and he's only going up. So Itzler's going to probably finish one overall, and he'll probably win the league. So I'm taking Itzler 100 times out of 1,000. That's a good point. I forgot to add the little like just part where we compliment Itzler's team. My compliment was going to be that he has Kenyon Drake, and I love Drake, the rapper. So Itzler's wow. team on the rise. God's, yeah, God's plan. I mean, no one talks about that, but Drake's a dope rapper. Chad, you're picking him 100 times out of 1,000, so 10% of the time. Uh no yeah yeah, yeah totally. Good talk. <laughs> uh, I do like Itzler's team. Um, Itzler's a great guy, great player. Um, yeah, I don't know why I made this bet. Great person. I'm probably gonna lose it. Yeah, you're definitely gonna get slaughtered. He beat you three yeah. times last year, dude. Hundred percent persistency. Had the clean sweep on me. Yeah, I thought he went undefeated last year. Was that just? Did I make that up? It was. Yeah, but he probably will this year though. Good call. Good call. He like saw the future. My crystal ball. Yeah. Uh, next bet on the list, Itzler bets wire twenty dollars. Joe Mixon won't be an RB one. I I love this bet. This is tough. I love this bet. This is a good one because there's so many good rookies coming in too. Exactly. This is Vegas bet. This is Vegas. I think I would err on the side that he will. Yeah, be I think a he running will. back one. I think he will. I agree with you, Chad. I'm going no, uh, only because uh, the influx of running backs uh, coming in. Yeah. But you forget, I, I, you forget how you. good he is. You forget. Remember his tape? He's ridiculous. I wish I had it in front of me 
Because there's going to be some guys that were RB1s that just won't be next year. And I'm trying to think of any, like, older guys or, like, guys that just had, like, a crazy good year. Like, Duke Johnson won't be an RB1. Who? Duke Johnson. He will not be an RB1, no. Right, but he was like... But, like, Dalvin Cook got hurt. He will be. I don't even think Zeke finishes an RB1. He will be an RB1. So, you may be right. Maybe there's... David Johnson was an RB1. He'll be an RB1. So, there's three guys that weren't even RB1 last year. What did Mixon finish? Like, an RB2? I'm not sure what he actually finished. I think he did well at the end of the year, though, and actually started giving him the ball. It's a good line. Good RB14, I, I, I think. Is it is a good line. Um, but, yeah, I would err on the side that he's just – I love that. He's so talented. Yeah. I don't want to bet against his talent. But I, I agree with you, Chad. I mean, with all these other guys coming in, it's – like we can have another Fournette, Kamara, Hunt taking up all the RB1 spots. You got to think those three guys uh, you named, and then you add Saquon to that at least. That's four. Yeah. But we don't know who's going to get hurt. Yeah, injuries will just, yeah. Yeah, some, somebody, there's going to be, there's always a big name. We just don't know who it is. What if but, it's Mixon? Yeah, I would side with Wire there. But I'm not surprised that Wire made this bet. He loves Mixon. He does. Uh, next bet, Chad. Here you go. Dude bets Chad 25 bucks. He'll finish the regular season with more points for. You going to take that, Chad? What do you think? I mean, I I offered it. I'm confident in my team this year. And you got to, you know, you got to have faith in yourself sometimes. So, screw it. I just did it. I like your I like your logic, Chad. I mean, you were decent last year. Your team got better. Um, so why wouldn't you think you could get better? I mean, I know Dooch didn't have Beckham, so that was kind of a, a big point why he didn't have a lot of points. But then Shepard benefited from that too, which he also has. So yeah. well, no longer has, but had then. Yeah. So um, I didn't have I Cooks and Baldwin. I, I think I would still bet Dooch, but I think your overall team is more consistent, and his is very top heavy. And we keep saying that, but eventually, like, A.B. is not going to be A.B. And Big Ben's not going to be in the league, and then you, you got to hope he can re- – I mean, then he got feeling for, like, nothing. That's what I'm saying. I think this year, though, I think OBJ is OBJ and A.B. is A.B. I think I think Dooch pulls out. I, so I'm sorry, Chad. I think Dooch is, Dooch is it here. That's fine. That's fine. Um, so, same bet, two different owners. So, Isler <laughs> – is betting on him. He has two hundred dollars solely on himself, nothing else. <laughs> that he will he bet each Muller and Tiz that he'll be a top seven team. This was a theme. He still has the seven up logo in our chat. Yeah. The top seven was a thing that no one thought in the world he was going to accomplish. I don't think he's going to accomplish it this year, just given the comp- the competition in our division. So he could be in debt a hundred dollars, but still could if I'm not top seven and he finishes above me, he could net out even. So. I would side with the not top seven here. I mean, we Regardless just. Regardless of what happens, it's just going to go full tilt and put all of his money on Loyola Chicago or against Loyola Chicago. <laughs> okay. So we just know that's going on. Um, outside Chad, of that. Chad, with the Loyola Chicago knowledge you've just been given, do, how do you think that affects yeah. that? Well, we just spoke um, on it. Uh, it's, uh, I think, is the best team uh, next year. True. So I think this is a no brainer bet for him. I think he's going to win this hands down. Yeah, I mean, if you have them top one and top seven, you're just going to sneeze at. Yeah. Yeah, it's an easy victory. Easy victory. Suck it, Greg. Um, that does it for for our, our bets portion of it, unless you want to talk about the Tiz Etzler. What was that? No, 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 I lumped him into one. Same oh, bet. I lumped him into one. Same bet. I know, you, right. only, you only said suck it, Muller, but suck it, Tiz, too. No, nah, Tiz, Tiz is cool. Yeah, cool. Trades. There is 18 trades. We're 18 about to go total. No, we're not. I, I put 18 total. I only listed probably more than we're actually going to go okay. over. 
but 18 since the last podcast. That is wild. It was more toward the cuts. People went banana. Well, that one that one 20 minute span, there was like four trades. <laughs> it was it was amazing. <laughs> it was so, and we we're all on Fortnite. That was the best thing ever. We had a four way trade. That we'll get to that. I don't have the details, so hopefully you do. But uh, while well, Eric pulls up the first trade, which surprisingly, but it sort of was involved, so he obviously won. Was Dooch traded? Sterling Shepard, former 102, 103 103, in our draft. uh, Pick and pick 51 this year to Itzler for pick 209, pick 41, and a 2019 second. Um, I don't love Sterling Shepard as a fantasy asset, especially when Beckham is healthy. I think he's a great NFL player. I just haven't been as high on him as an NFL fantasy guy. So I think it was right for Dude to dump him. Um, I don't really think, I mean, maybe 209, if he's a former 103 pick, so I don't think two, a couple seconds, you know, a shot at him is an outrageous price, uh, for him. So I, I, I would say it's pretty even. I think I'd rather have the, the picks, but I'm not going to say either one, one just definitively. No, I agree. I, I might go, I like Sterling Shepard. Um, but I agree with you. I, I'm not going to argue if you choose the other side. Um, I think you said, you said it best when Itzler definitely dominated this trade, but, uh, you know, from the outside looking in, um, I, I would, I would probably, uh, a, a, as an outsider, choose the picks. Yeah. As someone who doesn't know anything about our league. Right. Yeah. 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 Doesn't know the man we're dealing with in these trades. But I think this is relatively fair. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you gotta know when to sell your pick you know you maybe you over you overpaid for him but everyone else i mean we're gonna do the laquan or dachshund it's not like he made a bad pick um you got no one to sell and i yeah. think this is a fair value for for what he brings to the table yep i agree with you i traded my waiver to two different people so there's that um oh, wait, don't, <laughs> don't, don't just gloss over it so eric no longer does not have ability to use his waiver on limited times for me through pick week 10 and the rest of the season, I believe, to, 11 through 16 to Rob. To Rob. So, well, that's including fan. I don't even know why I did that. It's only three weeks in the regular season. So he has a, I mean, the playoffs, if he makes it, he can use it. If he his. makes the playoffs, that's what he's um, so, Eric, I mean, I thank you because I have your 19 first, so you can't get better through the, the waiver system. But why? this? You did this last year. You traded it to Nick and you paid overpaid for it back. Um, so, I mean,. The issue is here, I was out of assets and was trying to turn anything into an asset. Um, just like I tried to do with the Ridge trade. It was vetoed. But you know what I mean? I, I try to make something out of nothing. It usually happens. I somehow accumulate value. But I'm, I'm fine with it. It is what it is. I wake up at 3 a.m. Sam will know the, the true colors of my dynasty addiction. And, and we're at that. Hey, only one person judging you here because Chad is team get up at 3 a.m. Chad's team get up at 3 a.m. to stream defenses. Yeah, it's just guys that no one is going to take from him at 3 a.m. Chad is up and taking. I'm I'm team stay up till 3 a.m. You are up. Once you get a normal 9 to 5 job, then we'll see how up how many times you're getting up at 3 a.m. Because I, I don't fall back asleep that easily. Well, I'm not streaming defenses this year easily. also. I, I basically, I would go through, I would set my alarm for 2.55, get up, just... Pick my player, make sure I got him, and then I would just stream through the rest of the players for another twenty minutes. Yeah, I would only yeah, do it for defenses, but I'm not doing it this year because I have Jags. Saxonville. So you're you're done with the three a.m. wake up? Uh, unless the Jags have like a brutal matchup, I'll do it probably. Or there's like a stud that I want that I could maybe snipe out. That's everybody. But you literally are only doing it for defenses. That's. I was, yeah. 
that's half psychotic, half I'm damn proud that you're one of my league mates. <laughs> this is this is the culture we've created. <laughs> is it is amazing. You got to commit, dude. You got to play the I matchups. Mean, I, I had an advantage over half the league because I'm up at five thirty-six, so that that was enough for me to be like, I'm gonna, I'm up earlier than most of the league anyway. I'll just, I'll assume that Greg, Chad, and Eric don't take everybody. But usually you guys do. I'm literally up for five minutes, and then I go right back to sleep. So, like, not that big of a deal. Yeah, well, if you could do that, good for you. Eric, do you have the four-way trade I up? do. I'm looking at it right now. So there was a another league, league moment going down in history from our first veto to our first four-way trade to our first opium orgy den. A lot of stuff going on in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, this one between Dooch, Chad, myself, and Greg, all over Fortnite. It was kind of awesome. We were all talking, having a good time. And this is what transpired. Dooch gets uh, 2024ths, both Addy and Ridge. Okay. Big piece of the trade. Chad gets Julian Edelman and a 2019 third. Eric gets a 2019 third just to hold Jamal Williams through cuts. Greg gets Marcus Mariota, Rex Burkhead, and a 2022nd. Obviously, I think Greg's the clear winner here. Greg's the clear winner here, um, giving up basically Edelman, I think it was the third, what he gave up. Got the 2022nd, Mariota and Burkhead. Yeah, well, what happened was Deuce said he was going to cut Mariota. Correct. Deuce was going to cut Mariota. And then Greg's like, well, I need a quarterback, so I need to trade him, but I have to hold on to Jamal Williams. So, Eric, do you want to hold on to Jamal Williams? And then it became, well, who do I cut? And then I was like, well, I'll take Edelman off your hands. I'll give you a 2022nd. He's like, okay, let's work work all this out. So I that... thought Greg held Jamal Williams through cuts. No, he was holding him. I traded Jamal Williams to Greg to hold him through cuts. I then took back. Greg didn't want to hold him because he wanted Mariota. So he's like, Eric, I'll give you a third to, or somebody give me a third to hold him. Deuce gave me a third, I think. Okay. Yeah, that's, I, I think I knew about this. and I didn't really look because I thought it was going to be insignificant. Yeah, I think Greg's a clear winner here. Yeah. You got Mariota. That's a big win. I, mean, I, I think Rex is going to have value too, and the twenty twenty seconds better than any of the picks that were dealt. So, good job, guys. But nice, uh, Chad, I, mean, and I, got I, a third, I got a third to do nothing. I'm happy. Okay, and then I think Dooch is the big loser here. I mean, I guess he was going to cut Marcus. I'm, anyway, I'm still shocked but... he didn't cut Marcus. Yeah, was, I, I said that initially. But we finally had. Like, I mean, I guess Greg could just stream a quarterback, but like he finally maybe Luck was going to be dead and yeah. Now he gets like another QB Young one in stud. Dynasty. Yeah. yeah, number two pick all I, I love Edelman right. this year. I don't know if it's just me. But Edelman? Yeah, with Amendola gone, he's going to eat targets. No, that's a good – I mean, you had success with Hogan. No reason Edelman came – he's better than Hogan, so. Um, I mean, for your for your currently constructed team, yeah, that's that's a good – I don't even know what you gave up in all this slot, but – I gave up the 2022nd and a 2019 third. Maybe a little bit of an overpay, but if you're trying to win now, you'll look back and not miss that that second or third. Yeah. Completely um, agree. Um, let's definitely do the Rob trade. We can maybe skip some of these ones with you, but this was a shocker because Rob's in rebuild mode, and Ertz isn't young, but he's not old by any means. So Rob traded Ertz to Itzler for C.J. Anderson, uh, a 2019 first, which is fam, so presumed to be late. And Rogers twenty nineteen second presumed to be late. I don't. I think Rob could have got a lot more for Ertz. Yeah, I, don't know I agree. Rob he got a guy a mid to late first this year, easily. Yeah. 
instead of a 19 first next year, which is going to be possibly 114. And for C.J. Anderson, who's old, probably may not have no value this year or little for a rebuilding team, I, I don't know what he was doing here. I think Itzler, not just being sarcastic to, to, to reverse the curse, I think dominated this trade by far. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I like I like Ertz. I think Ertz is elite. Ertz is in the Ertz is in the tier with Gronk and Kelsey. Definitely. So to to only get a late nineteen first and CJ Anderson who's probably gonna be irrelevant and Rogers and a late nineteen second, I don't think that's think that's fair value at all for him. I'm curious how these talks even started. But that uh, was like it's it's Isler was going at Ertz for and, a while. And I do think that Rob got good value for Cooks, but he in one offseason, of the, of the two pieces that, if you're a rebuilding team, you want to build around, he traded arguably just two best younger guys. It's not like he started dumping his older, you know, guys for just any kind of value and rebuilding from there. He got rid of his cornerstones of his team. Yeah. So, I don't even know who's... He's definitely, and we'll go over it soon, in contention to come in last. And this only kind of solidified it as a, as a... You know, when you have a tight end that can give up wide receiver numbers, it's like a cheat. Like it's just an extra bonus that you have over the rest of the league, and now it's gone. And now it's unfortunately to Itzler. But I didn't really factor in that he has him now and all these other bets and stuff. But and Ridge might have one hundred and one next year and once Ridge. again. Three years of one hundred and one. No, I have. Years, so Rob might Rob might lose to me, man. Uh, we went over one of your trades. I mean, all of these trades kind of lumped into one big trade. For me, yeah. So let's just go right to Chad. So. We spoke about it earlier that Chad no longer has Carlos Hyde because of this trade. Chad traded Carlos Hyde and Quincy Anuba to Kojak for 110 and pick 52. Chad, you, I mean, you can go on. I, I think you won this trade, but you can talk about your thought process during it. I'm happy with uh, it. Um, I don't know if you guys have gone through the process of trading with Kojak, but I literally nagged him for, like, days. And I just got, I just broke him. He was eventually like, fuck it, handshake. <laughs> so, he does that. That's the way to do it. Yeah. So I was going at the Jets angle with Anunwa, him being a Jets fan. Um, and so that kind of piqued his interest. And then I threw in Hyde. And he, initially he was like, oh, I don't really, I'm not really high on either of them. But I just, like I said, I just kept pestering him and he finally caved. So I think I got good value for Hyde. I didn't really want to give up Anunwa, but he, I kind of had to to get the deal done. So, you know, my goal was to flip Hyde. Hopefully I'll get another replacement for him at 110 it could be Jared McKinnon it could be a rookie um, but I'm happy with it and what was it no later than like an hour later Terrell Pryor went to the Jets yeah it was really good timing <laughs> it was unbelievable yeah well done well done and we're finally gonna wrap up the episode which is gonna be a little quicker so we yeah. did our Elite Dynasty podcast rankings where we take the average of our not the, not like the weekly things where it's kind of a flowing thing but this one we actually listed out 1 to 14 Average it out, and that's our power rankings. And for fun, I was asking to vote on these pick per pick, and our our chat sort of also had our own power rankings. And unfortunately, through picks fourteen through eleven, which is the only way we're going to do, they were actually exactly the same, but they will differ going forward. But I guess ours technically is a little different to start. But tied for last, we had Eric and Kojak tied. I mean, that's that's spot on. Um, yeah, I think. I think I had Kojak a little higher because at, at the time he had a lot of picks. He has a shit ton of he's like four or five seconds. I mean Hyde's gonna get him points and get him possibly a couple wins. Um, and maybe a new one comes back is what he was a couple years ago before the injury. Who knows? Um, 
but I, I like him slightly over you. I may have even had him above, may have had him 12th, but ultimately these two were tied. Chad, Eric, you can discuss why you, I don't remember where you guys had ranked last, but why we came to this. Yeah, I, mean, I yeah, no change are bad. I mean, that's, that's what it comes down to. I didn't have Eric uh, last, um, because I think that I think his receivers are good enough to carry him for a few wins. Um, I actually had Kojak last because of his team not being good, so he was 14 for me, and I had actually had who we have I think 12. Rob, I had Rob 13. I think okay. bo- I think both those yeah, teams are in the cellar. Oh, sorry, go on. No, I was just saying, I think both those teams are in the cellar. I think Eric's team's, team is better than both of those. Eric does have good wide receivers, and now 104. So we made these prior to all the free agent moves, yeah, all the trades. So that's what happens. I mean, the, the, we're going to probably do another power ranking before the draft or after the draft. So these will be ever-changing. ever, flow, ever um, I may agree with you. I'm just looking at Eric's roster. Like having Sammy and Cooper, you just have no running backs at all. I mean, you did trade. You did trade for Tariq. We didn't go over that trade, but you did get Cohen, James Conner. You got. But yeah, I may agree. Now looking at these, and now that Kojak continues to trade out of the first round, that Eric's team will probably, unfortunately, finish better than Kojak's. And this, I think Tiz has Kojak's. He's but that was tied. The chat had Eric last and Kojak last. But again, that was also prior to all this. Yeah, all this happening. So, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo there. could be a QB one. I think Njoku will take a leap this year. You so. think Jameis is going to bounce back? No, I think Garoppolo is going to be his. his oh, spooky! Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. Clear yeah, starter. Right. I would say probably in the uh, QB one range as well. So, do you have both Garoppolo and Jameis? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think I think it'll be a dogfight. And the third team, like you said, Chad, we had number 12. And same with the Chad is Rob. Um, he's got really bad running backs. Actually, not really bad. They're just, like, I don't trust any of them this year. He'll probably start Coleman and DeMarco. And then it depends where C.J. Anderson goes. I don't think Brietta has much value. And then Dante Foreman could end up being his best running back by year end. But combine that with the question marks of Martavis and Jordan Matthews, he loves Funches, I think, more than anyone else does. It's He also, too, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. He does have the three for seven, eight, nine. So he could end up with, like, Penny, on Johnson, like people, people that could do well, you know what I mean? Like it's not That a is question. true. I, I did, well, after all the trades, I didn't yeah. realize he has seven, eight, and nine. And 15 and 16. Yeah. So, I, I mean, think that's why I had him actually 11. Yeah, he could hit on a lot of those. It's very possible. If I remember correctly. He's going to need to hit. He's going to need to hit. So I think I trust in the picks. Yeah. I mean, all of them could bust. But Chad, you had, him, you had him last, or second to last? I had him second to uh, last, yeah. Um, Someone, Eric, you had him last. Yeah, I had him last. It was before he had 7, 8, 9. I had 7 at that point. Okay. So would we, I mean, a little bit of an easier division. I think he'll, yeah, I think he should beat you and Kojak both times. So I think Rob, not locked in, but I think Rob is safe to have three wins, four wins. But, if, I mean, if those picks hit, and you got five out of top 16, if, th- if two of those hit, I mean, that puts his, you know, up way above Kojak. And then if you hit on four, then I think you're both above Kojak. So we'll see. I think that's definitely, maybe not a tier, because I actually had Rob with the picks above Rounding out number 11 is Josh. And the chat also agree with this. Um, 
I think we were a little low on Josh last year, but that was prior to him getting Zeke, and then we bumped him up. But even with Zeke and, and no, not a lot of picks, I don't, I don't know. I mean, he's he always says Duke Johnson's underrated. I think if they get Barkley and they already got high, that crushes his value. I don't know what you're going to get out of Demarius Thomas this year. And then Ted Ginn, Zay Jones, more question marks. P, uh, P. Ryan, I don't think – I think they're going to get a running back. I, I don't know. I just – not that I liked his that much less or more, but I thought Rob's was better. I think I had Josh 12 above you and Kojak, and then Rob with the pick slightly above uh, Josh. Fair points, fair points. Chad? I agree. Um <laughs> I'm down on Josh's team. I think it's it's funny because Josh is also down on my team. So it's like we both <laughs> we, we both kind of hate each other's teams. But I I mean I agree with everything you just said. I mean Zeke Zeke Elliott is obviously someone that can carry a team. But like look who he has around him. Like I don't Demarius is a question mark with Keenum. Brady is you know MVP season last year, but eventually you got to think he's going to slow down. We say that with, yeah. with Gore, too. So, I mean, who knows? <laughs> Gore is losing his value. Um, Zay Jones just had a naked rant through a hotel room. Yeah, that was something else. We didn't talk about that, but that was something else. Ted Ginn is Ted Ginn, boomer boss guy. So, I, I just think there's a lot of question marks. It's the same as last year with him, but he proved all of us wrong. So, Yeah. he's he's a, He's always been a sneaky good owner. Like a top yeah. four owner, legit, as far as average and just how far he finishes. So maybe I, maybe I'm better off just proving Josh will figure it out. But I think in any order, this will be the bottom four, unless something drastic happens, unless there's another block party or something. Yeah. I hope there's because our block draft party. is a long time away now, so there's a lot more opportunity. Maybe the crunk sparks some Ooh, trades. Ooh, that would be fantastic. Very true. Um, so we'll we'll see. But that is our 14 through 11. I think we'll do 10 through 7 next episode. And then an episode after that will be all the playoff teams. So that's where things are getting different. So we agree with the chat thus far, but things will definitely be different going forward. No spoilers, specifically with one of our own, uh, Chad Patterson. So we'll see. Absolutely. We'll also tease, we did a uh, Twitter mock. We'll tease the first round of the Twitter mock. You're just going to run through it? No, we'll do it next time. Oh, okay, yeah, we'll go over our... Okay, yeah, I was just going to tease it. Yeah, yeah. What a tease. Dude, I'm such a teaser. Right <laughs> uh, good stuff. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of the Elite Dynasty Podcast. I know this one was long, but we have not done this in a while, and uh, we missed it. It needed to happen. So, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Addison, you got anything to say? No, I know very much to say. Chad, you want to uh, tease the social media? Yeah, so it's... Yeah. Uh, you already know, at least Dyn- Elite Dynasty Pod... Um, catch me in Tilted Towers Monday through Friday um, and yeah I hope the flames are warm more importantly at EFB40 um, and yeah have a good night everyone enjoy the flame take care peace